and welcome to the Your Success Personally podcast with your host, yours truly, Vanessa G, where we will talk about success as defined by you. Here, we don't look at the playbook of others to bring you down. Instead, we are going to cover topics that pertain to how you, as an individual, can reach your goals and potential. Don't look at others to define your success. You create it. Your rules, your way, and how you get there. Are you ready? (laughs) Let's go. Hi, and welcome back to the Your Success Personally podcast with your host, yours truly, Vanessa G. Happy Labor Day, y'all. We are in September. Can you believe it? 2021 has flashed by us so quickly. We are here in the last quarter of the year. Summer is just about over. It's back to school time. And yeah, Labor Day is here. (laughs) It's, you know, COVID pandemic season has really made time um, really unbelievable. I have very little words to describe how I feel about the way time has moved during the pandemic. You know, just as an aside... Thinking about how 2020, after lockdown, seemed to have moved by so slowly. And then 2021, as we came into the year and we came in with vaccines and insurrections and not knowing really what we should be doing, Somehow the time kind of picked up, you know, and here we are just, I blinked and it was summer and not that I felt the summer went so fast, but I don't know. I feel like towards the end of August, things really picked up. And so now here we are. And so with this changing or the advent of a changing season, the advent Um, Well, really the beginning of a new uh, quarter, if you will, in the year, we're back to school and, you know, we may have to make some changes in what we're doing. We've had a whole uh, eight months. uh, How's things going? How are the processes working out for you? Um, Children are going back to school. Yes. But you may be in your business, you may be in your passion project. Have you been keeping up with uh, what you're doing and the progress that you're making? So when we think about that, how are we doing? Are things working out the way we want them to? It makes me think about the, you know, what we're going to talk about today, making sense of habits, routines, and rituals. So this sort of thing is such a big part of our lives that I can say, you know, at least on a personal level, it's something that you don't really think about that much, you know? So what do you think about when you hear the word habit, right? And routine, 
ritual. Maybe, maybe you think they're all along the same lines. Maybe you think they're very different, but for sure, they definitely all kind of work together in their own way. So as much as we may wish for each day to be different, the cycle of repeating the same actions day after day is pretty common. Habits and routines are an important part of our lives. Again, sometimes I think we, we go through life, we're not realizing that we're going through and utilizing habits and experiencing routines, good, bad, or indifferent. Making your bed in the morning, right? That first cup of coffee, tea, or water. Um, grabbing a bagel on your way to work. Or listening to your favorite podcast on the train. Or even your favorite uh, musical playlist, right? And while we tend to use the words habit and routine pretty interchangeably, again, they both have two distinct meanings. And understanding their definitions can help us design good routines and, and build good habits. The main difference between habits and routines is how much aware or awareness, I should say, and intentionality that we have. A habit usually manifests itself as an automatic urge to do something, and it's often triggered by a particular cue. The stronger the connection between the trigger and the habit, the more ingrained the habit, right? So waking up, commuting, if you're still doing that, uh, walking past a particular store, starting a meeting at work are all common cues that can trigger actions such as drinking coffee, buying a bagel, or, you know, for some people, you know, going out to get a smoke. In contrast, routines require deliberate practice. Making your bed in the morning, going to the gym, going, uh, going for a run every Sunday, meditation practices. These are all routines that require to keep on um, consciously practicing them or they will eventually die, die out. Your brain will not automatically uh, go into that mode, that routine mode, and get you to the gym for your weekly exercise class. It requires a conscious effort. So both habits and routines are regular and repeated actions, but habits happen with little or no conscious thought, where routines require a higher degree of intention and effort. So I would, I'm going to talk about these things now, but I probably will revisit for sure this topic on habits. Right now, I am reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And so um, it's a book that talks about how making small changes, creating small habits, 
will help to make you more effective and ultimately successful in whatever you want to do. So if you'd like, you can check that out. They have it certainly in all the places where we buy books. And um, I don't know, you check it out for yourself. But I definitely would like to come back to this and see if put it into practice, perhaps, and see if it, it, it does what it says it does. So anyway, um, with enough time and the right techniques, routines can turn, can turn, habits can turn into routines, but it's, it's not an automatic um, unconscious process. Again, you have to want to turn the habit into a routine or the series of things, the series of habits uh, into a routine for the process to happen. So like I said, um, and this is really just based on some research that I did in James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, there's the cue, there's the, uh, routine, and then there's the reward. And they call that the habit loop. Again, it's the thing that trigger. That cue is the trigger that tells your brain to start the routine that you want to turn into a habit. Routine is um, basically starting small with a small actionable item. Don't try to do anything uh, too big. And then the reward. Basically to do something enjoyable that will tell your brain that the habit loop that you're doing is worth remembering and carrying out for the future. So the hardest part to execute the routine right is to execute the routine right after the cue. So again, that's something, you know, again, if you want to check out his book, For yourself, that is definitely on Amazon. So we have these different habits that we do, good or bad. We do habits basically without any um, conscious thought. Routines then happen after we put in some intentional uh, motivation, if you will, intentional action to make those habits more into a routine. And then from a routine, some things, depending on what it is, can become a ritual. So what is a ritual? So a ritual stripped of the spiritual, religious, or cultural connotations that that word typically brings up, is really just uh, a repeated sequence of behaviors, right? And so I'm not talking about anything fanatical. I'm talking about getting your mind adjusted to the changes that you're trying to make. With rituals, you are fully engaged with the focus on the experience of the task rather than mere completion. And, you know, to put it in less technical terms, rituals mean something to the person that's doing it. Now, sometimes people 
tend to also kind of use routines and rituals interchangeably. But they're still both different things and have distinct definitions. They're both good. Routines and rituals are both good for directing our behavior and deploy many of the same psychological tactics to help us to develop the quality of consistency, right? So though routines and rituals do share many of the same um, meaning, if you will, what is often lost is that their ends are very different. So whereas the goal of routine is to make a behavior automatic, the goal of a ritual is to make it intentional. And, and I would dare say, um, more meaningful. See, the difference, another difference between a routine and a ritual is the attitude behind the action. Routines can be actions that just need to be done. Again, such as making your bed, taking a shower, having a, a morning routine of different uh, activities or tasks that you do. Whereas rituals are viewed as more meaningful practices, which have a real sense of purpose. And so there is a movement from action to habit, to routine, to ritual. I wonder, do you guys see that? Routines are process driven. They're sequences of actions often intended to turn good behaviors into habits, right? A habit is an acquired uh, behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. Basically, you could do it with your eyes closed. (laughs) And most of the behaviors required by the habits we aspire to are far from voluntary, right? And that would mean either to go and exercise, to get um, to bed on time, we often resist doing what's necessary because basically it doesn't come naturally to us. Habits are conceptually so enticing because they promise to make good behavior second nature. And that's why so many of us out here um, are looking for different things to, to make our behavior better, to enhance our lives. And this sounds great, you know, to uh, automate those things that are said to be good for us, right? Like, for example, our self-care, where we're doing self-care and don't have to actively uh, or rather intentionally uh, make those efforts. But if the ultimate goal of forming a good habit is acting unconsciously, then we, we might need to be concerned because... This also happens to be a defining characteristic of what we don't want, and that would be bad habits. Hello. (laughs) So a behavior really on its own is is not an issue. It's the mindless repetition of that behavior, the, the habit that risks making it a problem. Habits are compelling not only because they promise to make us better, but because they promise to automate the ordinary, right? And so when we think about habits and rituals, 
we said the routine is process-driven approach to behavior change. Ritual is a purpose-driven approach. Routines focus on what, on the what, and the rituals focus on the why. Whereas the purpose of a routine becomes more mundane and obscure each time it's performed, when you think about a ritual, uh, a ritual is a celebration of its purpose. And while habits make the ordinary invisible, right, because you're doing it, or the hope is, is that you're doing it in an unconscious way, rituals make the ordinary extraordinary, One thing to note, and this is just my thoughts on these things, is that I believe the way life is, sometimes you can't, you can't be married to the same habits, rituals, routines. And by virtue of, of, your, of your external circumstances, you may have to reset or adjust these things. Meaning that as much as you try to create and we're talking about good habits, right? And good routines and good rituals. You know, um, as much as we try to make these things happen in our lives, as much as we try to um, create these things so that we'll have a better life, we just cannot always uh, account for the, the, the wild card, which is life, <laughs> which is the things that happen on the outside that really may change the whole game, if you will. And that will require you to make those changes in your habits, routines, and rituals. According to some internet research I did, it tells us that applying mindfulness to daily routines is a great way to create rituals for yourself. And to be clear, the difference between mindfulness and awareness is that both refer to stages of the mind. Mindfulness involves a lot more introspection and thought process adjustment, whereas awareness is more sensory based and is the mental concept that allows us to be more present in the world around us. So basically, mind, mindfulness means that you have to think about it, you know, and make the adjustments in terms of your thought processes. And awareness is more oriented to your senses in terms of feeling, seeing, hearing, you know, that sort of thing. So think about it like this. Showering can become an opportunity to become more mindful of your body and its connection to the mind, focusing on the sensation of the water on your skin and the way your thoughts flow more easily. But when you think about mindfulness, um, and let's say in the context of eating, right? When you're mindful about uh, your eating, as you eat, you're thinking about and paying attention to different things like the flavor of the food, you know, <clears throat> um, if it's making you feel satisfied, right? You're being mindful of the textures and the way you chew, 
right? And those sort of things, you know, is has some same nuances, but they're really different in terms of being mindful and awareness and being aware. Rituals can provide a behavioral framework that allows us to connect our beliefs using both our mind and our body. Because they're based on ideas we believe in, they motivate us to put those ideas into action over and over again. And that's how things change. Repetition over time. Rituals are a proven ancient technology that we can repurpose to cultivate the version of ourselves we want to and we want to be, right? All we have to do is define that vision for ourselves. One of my favorite rituals is journaling. It's one of the cornerstones of my mental health hygiene. Science has shown that just writing one thing you're grateful for can have a significantly positive effect on your well-being. But really, whatever the ritual, mindfulness is a very powerful tool to design your life and avoid living it on autopilot. And let me tell you, as someone who has done just that, lived their lives on autopilot for a period of time, on the other side, it's really not a fun experience because you have to ask yourself, well, where did the time go? And where was I, you know? Designing personal rituals is the intentional working of our actions with our beliefs. Each time we perform our ritual, we're actively inhabiting and creating and participating in our better self. The more times we do it, the more natural it becomes. The more we behave like the version of ourselves we want to be, the more we identify as them. You are what you do. And even having that, you know, and understanding that as part of our lives is huge. Now, according to some of the research that I've done, designing a ritual can be done in three steps. First, design the purpose of your ritual that you believe in. Then design the behaviors that can cultivate that purpose and why it matters. Third, define the specifics of those behaviors, meaning when you do it, where you do it, what you're doing, and why. Ritual, rituals provide a way to put awareness into action. It allows us to take an active role in shaping a narrative we believe in. The more we believe in the things we are doing, the more likely we are to keep doing the things we believe in, even when that involves doing ordinary things. So when you think about it, this purpose-driven approach to behavior change has the power to keep 
reconnecting us with the ideas that make our lives feel meaningful. It's this ability to make the ordinary feel extraordinary that makes ritual such a powerful tool for behavior change. After all, it's not that we want to change the way we behave. We want to change the way that we feel. We change our behavior to feel strong or to to get calm, to feel attractive, to be more energetic, to be healthy, to feel powerful, to feel skillful, to be respectable, significant, to feel like we belong, and to be loved. Something to consider as we make sense of our habits, routines, and rituals. So what say you? Here are a few couple of questions for a reflection. First, what habits and routines and rituals that you find are helpful to you to be productive? And What habits, routines, and rituals do you want to add to your lifestyle to make you more successful in what you do? Tell us in the comments of our Instagram page at Your Success Personally. We'd like to know what your ideas are about your routines and the things that you do that help you be more successful. So until next time, we want you to take good care and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. So, we have come to the end of our time today. I hope our discussion was helpful to you. I wish you positive vibes and encourage you to do you as you climb the ladder of success. If you are feeling this episode, please decide to subscribe and join the success journey. For more encouragement along the way, follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Your Success Personally and continue to listen wherever podcasts can be found. And remember, your success by your rules. Bye-bye.